DiscerningHearts.com, in cooperation with the Oblates of the Virgin Mary, presents the Second Week Rules for the Discernment of Spirits, an Ignatian Guide to a Greater Discernment of Spirits, with Father Timothy Gallagher. Father Gallagher is a member of the Oblates of the Virgin Mary. He is featured on several series found on the Eternal Word television network. He's also the author of numerous books on the spiritual teachings of St. Ignatius of Loyola and the Venerable Bruno Lanteri, as well as other works focused on aspects of the spiritual life, including Spiritual Consolation, the book on which this series is based. The Second Week Rules for the Discernment of Spirits, an Ignatian Guide to a Greater Discernment of Spirits, with Father Timothy Gallagher. We now continue with Part 2 of Conference Talk 4 with Father Timothy Gallagher. So, the enemy, as I want to go back to Rule 1, you may recall that as we went through Rule 1, I indicated that Ignatius, in describing the, the, the way the enemy would attempt to lead this person who loves the Lord astray, would be through apparent reasons, subtleties, and persistent fallacies. Now in Rule 4, Ignatius gives us the context in which the enemy will do it. And that is, after the thought of the refugees has come to Patricia, after the thought of serving the young has come to Charles, after the thought of the inner city school has come to Kathy, as they grow through the weeks and months of their discernment, and these good and holy thoughts unfold little by little, this is the time in which the enemy will bring reasons that will seem real but are only apparently reasonable, subtleties that confuse, um, lead the person into a quagmire, uh, make clarity hard to attain, and then fallacies which may have a persistent recurring kind of stubborn quality uh, as they continue to return to the person. This is the context, this is the setting in which the enemy will bring these apparent reasons, subtleties, and persistent fallacies, which obviously says that in the process of discernment, we'll need to have an eye open to see whether these are taking place. And the person and his or her director will be uh, have their eyes open to watch this. Um, yeah, so visually says the same thing that I've just said. With their directors, they'll need to be looking to see whether the enemy is bringing such apparent reasons, subtleties, and persistent fallacies uh, into the process, into the unfolding of the good and holy thoughts in the process of discernment. And obviously, if they're able to identify them, um, no harm will come to the person. So, the enemy as an angel of light enters with the devout soul. Then afterwards, little by little, tries to bring the soul to his hidden deceits. There is a beginning and entrance. There is a little by little unfolding over time. And... His attempt is to bring the person to his hidden deceits. So, in fact, if God does not want Kathy to transfer to the inner city school and with goodwill, but not perceiving the hidden deceits of the enemy, she concludes that, th that the Lord really wants that, uh, then the enemy will have achieved his end. But again, I'll, I'll repeat once more. If she and Father Mark see this in the process of discernment itself, no harm will come to Kathy because... Um, they will have discerned that this was all this, all three moments, all of this was of the enemy, and she'll reject the entire a tactic of the enemy. Which is to say, to use the language Ignatius will employ in the next rule, Rule 5, there is a beginning of the enemy's tactic, there is a middle, the little by little unfolding of it, 
and there is an end when the person, if the person doesn't see it earlier, uh, embraces the enemy's hidden deceit. There are these three moments in the tactic of the enemy in the person in the second spiritual situation. Well, let's go back to something a little more concrete now. If you take the handout with uh, Kathy and her meetings with uh, Father Mark, let's look at the first three meetings. So we are well aware of the situation. The thought has come to her with consolation that God may be inviting her to a new step of growth and service through transferring to the inner city parish where there's such evident and deep need. So Kathy brings this to her next meeting of spiritual direction with Father Mark. First meeting. Kathy comes and shares with her director, Father Mark, her experience as narrated in the handout. We've been through it. How, as she prayed several days ago, Luke 4.18 spoke deeply to her heart. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. And how the thought of sharing more directly in Jesus' own mission of service to the poor uh, and through teaching in the inner city school has arisen in her heart with great joy and a sense of God's closeness and love for her. Kathy tells Father Mark that this thought has remained with her and that it continues to awaken in her a sense of joy and being loved by the Lord. Now, Father Mark is well aware that Kathy may be a person in the second spiritual situation. He is also well aware, as he hears Kathy share her experience, that what she's describing is spiritual consolation with preceding cause and good and holy thoughts about a very holy possible initiative of transferring to the inner city school where perhaps there is greater need and she can do greater good and live in closer imitation of Jesus in his own poverty, which will help her grow more deeply in her love of the Lord. But Father Mark, as a wise and competent spiritual director, already knows from what he's heard Kathy say that a process of discernment is going to be necessary. What Father Mark cannot do, and he would do an enormous disservice to Kathy were he to do this, would be to say, well, uh, there's spiritual consolation here, and that's a sign of the good spirit, and obviously it's a good thought, and it would be a holy thing to do. Uh, Feel free to go forward with this. Obviously, given everything that we're saying in the rules, that would be a great disservice to Kathy. Father Mark, as a wise and competent spiritual director, recognizes that further discernment is going to be necessary. Kathy tells him that she wonders whether this joy may not be a sign that the Lord is asking her to take a new step, a step that will meet a real need in the inner city school and may lead her closer to Jesus as her life grows in imitation of his own. Father Mark does not see clearly at this point whether Kathy's attraction to the inner city school is of God or not. And there's no flaw or failure in Father Mark that this is so, um, because the later on has not yet taken place, and certainly not sufficiently for the criteria that Ignatius is going to supply to become usable in this discernment. And this is a difference in discernment according to the first set of rules and the second set of rules. Uh, For 20 years until his death, I had a, a... a wonderful spiritual director, just a wonderful Jesuit, Father Ed O'Flaherty. And 
I can remember a number of times that I would come in to meet with him and I would pour out my story and he might, he would listen very kindly and might say something like, you know, it sounds like you're in desolation. All right. I was caught up in the confusion of it, but for him as a spiritual director hearing this, uh, it was not hard for him to identify very quickly that this was the discouraging uh, lies of the enemies, the t- of the enemy, the tactic of the enemy, and to name it and uh, to give me all the clarity that I needed about what I needed to do to reject that, obviously, and any thoughts and so forth coming, coming out of it. The same thing will not be true when a person in the second spiritual situation comes to meet his or her spiritual director and shares an experience of consolation with preceding cause and good and holy thoughts about some initiative. This discernment is going to require time, and that's Ignatius' point now. So Father Mark is not upset, uh, doesn't feel like he's failing Kathy because he doesn't see clearly in this at all. He is aware that Kathy may, be, may well be a person in the second spiritual situation, generous and dedicated, and that therefore the enemy may attempt to deceive her as an angel of light, bringing consolation with preceding cause and good and holy thoughts. As he listens, Father Mark is aware that Kathy has described an experience of consolation with preceding cause. That is, the joy of God's closeness arose when she prayed with Luke 4.18 and thought about Jesus' love and service to the poor. He realizes, therefore, that Kathy is not yet ready to discern, and that's what he's going to tell her, um, that we'll need to watch this over the next Uh, times that we meet. Not yet ready to discern whether her joyful experience in prayer is of the good spirit, that is, truly a call from God to teach in the inner city school, which it might be, or whether the enemy may be attempting to deceive Kathy as an angel of light, which is also possible. Father Mark listens warmly and invites Kathy to be attentive, and this is, as I said, this is the key tool, as it were, though the key need in second uh, discernment according to the second set of rules, and that is attention to the spiritual experience that unfolds during the process of discernment. Invites Kathy to be attentive in her review of her daily prayer and in her daily examine to any further experiences in this regard. His listening and invitation to continue to be attentive to her spiritual experience reassure Kathy and she leaves the conversation in peace. Both are doing exactly what they need to be doing. Father Mark is responding perfectly according to the um, the rules Ignatius gives us, and Kathy is doing her part very well in this. All right, their second meeting a month later, later, Kathy returns. She mentions some significant experiences in teaching in the past weeks and shares her spiritual experience during this time. In the course of the conversation, Kathy again refers to the thought of the inner city school. This thought continues to awaken joy in her heart and a sense of closeness with the Lord. So again, spiritual consolation with preceding cause around the thought of serving in the inner city school. The thought of serving in the inner city and so sharing more directly in the poverty of Jesus and Jesus' love for the poor continues to draw her and give her joy. Kathy tells Father Mark that she has no greater clarity than in the preceding meeting about this, but that she has found herself thinking that if in fact God God does want this of her, 
it might be best that she seek a largely Hispanic school, because she has some knowledge of Spanish. Father Mark listens attentively, notes that the thought of the inner city school has taken on a new specification with regard to uh, now a school with a number of Hispanic students. So again, uh, with Ignatius' rules very much in mind, Father Mark is very attentive to the later on, the little by little, the unfolding of this thought. And he doesn't yet have clarity as to whether this is of the good spirit or or of the enemy, but he is attentive to note that there is another step now in these good and holy thoughts, okay, that has, um, still has no clarity as uh, whether or not this thought is of God. He encourages Kathy to be attentive to what stirs in her heart, which she's doing well, obviously. She's able to share this with Father Mark in her heart and thoughts as she reviews her prayer and makes her examine. Now, this already indicates that what a director will do is to help the person to use the tools that our tradition gives. Again, Ignatius is the exponent here, to be attentive to his or her spiritual experience. And specifically, the review that Ignatius speaks about, to notice as uh, the person has a daily time of prayer or throughout the day, and to notice if anything stirs in that prayer as regards this uh, new thought, uh, in this case of the inner city school, and also to pray the daily examine prayer to look to see if anything has happened in regard to this in the course of the day. And then obviously to bring what the person has noted to spiritual direction. We'll return to the second week rules for the discernment of spirits with Father Timothy Gallagher in just a moment. Did you know that Discerning Hearts has a free app in which you can find all your favorite Discerning Hearts programming? Father Timothy Gallagher, Dr. Anthony Lillis, Deacon James Keating, Mike Aquilina, Dr. Matthew Bunsen, and so many more are found on the Discerning Hearts free app. Did you also know that you can stream Discerning Hearts programming on numerous streaming platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Stitcher, Tune in, and so many more. And did you know that Discerning Hearts also has the YouTube page? Be sure to check out all these different places where you can find Discerning Hearts. A Prayer of St. Ignatius of Loyola Take, Lord, and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my entire will, all that I have and call my own. You have given all to me. To you, Lord, I return it. Everything is yours. Do with it what you will. Give me only your love and your grace. That is enough for me. Amen. Hello, my name is Deacon Omar Gutierrez, and I want to ask you to support Discerning Hearts in a special way. We, Chris McGregor, the board, and I all know that not everyone listening can help financially. We know we have listeners from all parts of the world, and we have made a commitment since the beginning to make the truths shared through Discerning Hearts totally free. So while you may not be able to contribute financially, what you can do is certainly pray, but also give us positive reviews on whatever platform you use to listen to us. 
If it's iTunes, Android, Stitcher, Spotify, however it is that you get these podcasts, or if you're on YouTube and you like our videos, please give us a good rating and write a review. The more good ratings and reviews we get, the higher our profile, and the more listeners will discover us, listeners who may have the means to contribute in the future. Please consider rating us and writing a positive review today. We now return to The Second Week Rules for the Discernment of Spirits with Father Timothy Gallagher. All right, more weeks go by and we have the third meeting of Kathy and Father Mark. Kathy shares her spiritual experience of the preceding weeks, a time of occasional struggles, but above all of joy in her teaching and at home and consolation in prayer. So, Father Mark notes that uh, the spiritual consolation has continued, things are going well at home and and at work, but uh, Kathy has mentioned, however fleetingly, the fact that there have been a a few struggles occasionally. She tells Father Mark that the thought of the inner city school continues to arise from time to time and remains a source of joy and closeness with the Lord. Kathy tells him that she is not fully sure about seeking in that event a specifically Hispanic inner city school, but that if she were to ask for, uh, let's say, um, an inner city school with a, uh, a substantial number of Hispanic students, perhaps the best school would be the one where she taught briefly during graduate school. She got along well with the staff and students there, and she knows the principal will need a new teacher there in the, ne- in the next year. Father Mark continues to listen attentively, and he notes the further development of the thoughts. So, um, in the preceding meeting, the thought of perhaps an inner-city school with the presence of Hispanic students, and now in this third meeting, if it is a Hispanic school, uh, perhaps this specific one where she taught uh, as a graduate student and where she had such a positive experience, um, and where she knows the principal really does need a teacher. So, without yet having clarity, well, let's let's conclude this. Um, Father Mark continues to listen attentively, notes the further development of the thoughts, and continues to invite, this is perfect, continues to invite Kathy to pray and be attentive to her experience in prayer and throughout the day. So, again, both are doing exactly what Ignatius invites us to do in discernment according to the second set of rules. Kathy continues to pray. She reviews her prayer, she makes her examine, she notes her spiritual experience, she brings it to her um, successive meetings with Father Mark. Father Mark listens attentively, he notes the progression. This, we are now in the afterward, we are now in the little by little. Uh, notes the progression of the thoughts, still does not see clearly. The signs are not clear enough to know yet whether this is of the good spirit or of the enemy, and so he does not rush to a conclusion um, for which he doesn't have sufficient clarity. He doesn't force the process. He simply allows um, Kathy to continue in this process. They're both going to need more time to watch this unfold further. And um, he's perfect. For for Kathy, this is perfect. She's reassured. She um, has a sense of solidity in the process, and things are moving forward. Neither, however, has clarity yet at this point. Right. This will be the kind of situation that's just an attempt to put flesh on 
the kind of situation that Ignatius describes for us and what, what discernment according to the second set of rules is going to look like in practice. We'll, we'll pick up further with uh, Kathy's story a little bit later. Sometimes when I do this, um, uh, you know, we all feel like, I want to know the answer. And it's actually helpful to recognize that discernment according to the second set of rules, uh, we need to be patient with that and let the process unfold in the time that it will need. It's not going to take years. Um, this is all moving, but we do need to give it wisely the amount of time that's necessary to come to clarity. Because as we've been saying all along, a lot does hang, up, hang on this, upon this. Many people are going to be affected by this. All right. So let's return to these categories then of the uh, enemy's tactic. The beginning, when the consolation and thought first arise, the afterward, the weeks or months in the process of discernment, the little by little unfolding, and then the end when the person reaches the conclusion uh, as to whether God in fact does want this uh, particular initiative or not. Now, when we have a person in the second spiritual situation who has received consolation with preceding cause and good and holy thoughts with regard to it, to discern, we're going to need to see the beginning, the middle, and the end of these thoughts as they unfold. Uh, this is a wonderful little summary of what Ignatius is doing in a single sentence from a talk given by now Pope Francis. This was before he was um, elected as Pope when he was uh, simply Bishop uh, Jorge Mario Bergoglio. And he summarizes this very nicely. More than the light, for this discernment, for this kind of discernment, more than the light, we must judge time. That is, as I said before, Ignatius does not look at the intrinsic quality of the spiritual consolation and try to sift things out in that way. This, uh, this intrinsic quality seems to be of the enemy. This intrinsic quality seems to be of the good spirit. Rather, more than the light, we're going to discern by judging time, and that is the little by little unfolding. Uh, and that's the key to discernment in the second set of rules. Now, in the next three rules, what Ignatius is going to do is to help us discern according to each of these three um, moments. So we'll have a rule dedicated to helping us discern in the beginning, a rule helping to help us discern according to the middle, the little by little unfolding, and a rule to help us discern according to the end. These are rules five, six, and seven. However, in the, in the uh, exposition of how to discern, Ignatius reverses the order. So, in Rule 5, he's going to help us discern according to the end, because this is where the discernment is clearest. If this is the beginning, and this the end of the unfolding, and here is the middle, the little by little unfolding, obviously, the further along the tactic goes, the more the enemy is going to be laid bare. There's going to be more and more to look at. What is not clear to Father Mark and Kathy in her first or second or even third meeting may have become very clear by the fifth, sixth, or seventh meeting, for example. So because the discernment is clearest when the enemy's tactic is most unfolded, Ignatius begins in Rule 5 by helping us discern according to the end. In Rule 6, he will help us then discern according to the middle of the enemy's tactic and in Rule 7, go right back to the beginning of the enemy's tactic and help us to discern according to that. So that's the outline. That's the structure of the next three rules that we'll be looking at. 
Rule five then is focused on discerning according to the end of the enemy's spiritual consolation with good and holy thoughts, spiritual consolation with preceding cause and associated good and holy thoughts. Let's read the text of the rule. The fifth, we should give much attention to the course of the thoughts. And if the beginning, middle, and end, there you see Ignatius use that vocabulary. And if the beginning, middle, and end is all good, inclined to all good, it is a sign of the good angel. But, on the contrary, if in the course of the thoughts that he brings, the enemy, it ends, so this is the focus on the end now, it ends in something bad, distractive, or less good than the soul had proposed to do before, or if it weakens it, or disquiets or troubles the soul, taking away the peace, tranquility, and quiet which it had before, it is a clear sign that it proceeds from the bad spirit, the enemy of our prophet and eternal salvation. This is really, apart from the um, less common experience of consolation without preceding cause, Rule 5 is really the key rule in the second set of rules for discerning in the much more common situation of spiritual consolation with preceding cause and associated good and holy thoughts. So, we have a norm. We should give much attention. This is what we've been saying, and we're going to see this repeat throughout the rules. Essentially, we have another shift in the rules at this point. Thus far in the title statement in the first four rules, Ignatius has been instructing us as to how the enemy, how the good spirit, of course, and then how the enemy will work in the second spiritual situation. Beginning with rule five, with this understood, now Ignatius shifts the focus to concrete guidelines as to how to respond to this. So we begin rule five with a norm. We should give much attention. <laughs> you know, um, it's well worth noting Ignatius's adverbs. He never uses a superfluous adverb. We should give attention. So this is the key call in the second set of rules, if we're going to discern. Father Mark and Kathy, Patricia, her spiritual director, Charles and his spiritual director, we need to be very attentive to what's happening in this beginning, middle, and end. We should give attention, and not only attention, but much attention. So this is really important. What's happening as these thoughts unfold, Kathy and then Father Mark with her need to be very attentive to what's happening. Well, we should give much attention to what? To the course of the thoughts. And this is the key focus in discerning in the second spiritual situation. Thoughts arise when Patricia at Sunday Mass and the gospel about, of Mark 25, I was a stranger and you visited me. Thoughts about serving the refugees arise, or Kathy with the inner city uh, school when she prays with Luke 4.18. And these thoughts unfold. And this is what we need to pay much attention to, to the course of the thoughts as they unfold. The course of thoughts as one thought gives rise to another. And so specifically, obviously, as Kathy goes through a month between meetings with Father Mark, countless, endless thoughts go through her mind about endless uh, topics. But the focus in discerning whether God is calling her to the inner city or not is specifically the progression of thoughts about the inner city school. That's what uh, she and Father Mark are going to be focusing on. 
actually let's go back to that um to the text of the of the um of the three meetings and in point of fact there is a course of thoughts about the inner city school which does unfold over these three meetings when they meet the first time it's simply the thought of teaching in an inner city school and perhaps even the inner city school where she had the meeting and when the thought began to arise within her when they meet the second time Kathy is beginning to think about an inner city about um an inner city school with a substantial number of hispanic students because she has an ability some ability to speak spanish and when they meet for the third time there's a further unfolding of this course of thoughts about the inner city school if it is to be a school with um a substantial presence of hispanic students perhaps it should be the one where she taught as a graduate student where uh it was such a positive experience and where she knows the the principal is very much in need of thoughts so over the three months there is very much an unfolding of the course of thoughts about this specific initiative and that's what ignatius says that the person and the person's spiritual director need to give much attention to as that unfolds because by watching the unfolding of those cor- of the course of thoughts they are going to get clarity in the discernment so pay much attention to the course of the thoughts over the weeks and perhaps months as in Kathy's case of the discernment as they unfold okay how does the person give attention and much attention to these thoughts and a good spiritual director will help the person employ the tools to do this obviously there's no discernment without prayer kathy patricia charles anyone in this situation they need to be praying and especially in a time of important discernment if they can compatibly with their other responsibilities obviously they need um they need a robust life of prayer so maybe kathy has a half hour every morning or 45 minutes if she can get it during this time of discernment in which she prays daily with scripture she will be invited by father mark to review at the conclusion of her time of prayer just what stirred uh, any thoughts about the inner city school consolations desolations struggles attractions resistances and conceivably to journal this so that she'll be able to recount this more accurately to him and also the daily examine prayer the person is going to need to pray this daily and if the person doesn't know it the spiritual director will teach the person how to do this because god may be working and the enemy might be working outside of formal prayer throughout the hours of the day sometimes very important parts of a discernment will be given through the day obviously spiritual direction is very important in this time uh with a good a good and wise and competent spiritual director kathy left to her own patricia uh will find it probably hard to get through this well and then conceivably a time of retreat if it's a, an important discernment maybe a day or so forth through various ways the person will give much attention to the experience all right we'll stop there and we'll pick this up in our next conversation you've been listening to the second week rules for the discernment of spirits an ignatian guide to a greater discernment of spirits with father timothy gallagher To hear and or to download the podcast version of this conference, visit discerninghearts.com or you can find it within the free Discerning Hearts app. To view Father Gallagher's video presentation of this conference, visit discerninghearts.com or the Discerning Hearts YouTube channel. 
This has been a production of Discerning Hearts in cooperation with the Oblates of the Virgin Mary. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. We hope that if this has been helpful for you, that you will first pray for our mission. And if you feel us worthy, consider a charitable donation, which is fully tax deductible to help support our efforts. But most of all, we hope that you will tell a friend about discerninghearts.com and join us next time for The Second Week Rules for the Discernment of Spirits, an Ignatian Guide to a Greater Discernment of Spirits with Father Timothy Gallagher.